The barley must ripen. The fivefold must come forth. By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Across the earth, we find people that are blind, deaf, crippled by war and disease, ones genetically born deformed, the terminally ill. The list goes on and on. The poor bound in debt, broken homes, terrible relationships between husbands and wives, children and parents. A society surrounds us today that cares little for its people, competitive, cruel, abusive to man and animals. God created a flawless couple and placed them in a perfect environment. He gave them natures like His, kind, gentle, loving, yet powerfully equipped to overcome all obstacles so that they could subdue the earth's surface and make it like the garden God planted for them, for the following generations of the children they were to produce. All was in perfect order with the Father, as well as the rest of creation. In fact, they were in harmony with the whole universe. Their relationship with the Creator was so intimate that they had free access to His knowledge to plan their lives in the coverage of His laws, guaranteeing their safety and success in all endeavors. If obeyed, God's laws would always keep perfect order and harmony. No tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, volcanic eruptions, drought, nor any other disturbance would mar the perfection of their existence. No sickness, pain, or sorrow of any nature was intended to befall them. But look at the horrible plight of God's once perfect creation today. Think about it. What went wrong? How did we get here? Remember, they had free access to the knowledge of God. His word, again, if obeyed, produced and created perfect solutions to everything they would ever have need to seek knowledge for. But they instead sought the mind of Satan. They chose the enemy's knowledge, took his advice, and gave up perfection for the right to know both good and evil. Out of order with the whole universe, no longer in right standing with God, in this fallen state, Adam and Eve became the parental founders of our race. Are the woes of mankind the fault of God, our Creator? I don't think so. We, man himself, caused his own destiny to be as it is. We traded God's kingdom rule for Satan's. Throughout history, man has continued to make the wrong decisions based on the enemy's knowledge. Let's face it, man is a failure without the knowledge of God to rely on. Much wrong thinking has therefore developed the database for the knowledge of the world that governs and guides God's people. The enemy has from the beginning conditioned mankind through this twisted knowledge to think they can rule themselves. There is no need for God. They have no need to look to the tree of life. They can pick their own role models for leaders to mold and shape their lives. 
In short, they believe the lie. They can be as God. Through this misinformation, derived from the enemy, many doctrines were born that hold the church captive to this day, to fulfill the enemy's plan for himself too. Be as God and rule God's people. He accomplishes this by impregnating man's mind with his ideas and plans resulting in wrong decisions. Clouded thinking and many false doctrines such as once saved, always saved, exposed in past blasts, as was the rapture theory and laity rule. Let us now blow the trumpet on another false teaching to further help set God's people free from the world's many religions and the enemy's lies. Let us examine the theory, Priesthood of the Believer, beginning with the scripture found in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. And have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. To begin with, let us look in the Strong's Concordance at the word king. King, 935 in the Greek dictionary, could be translated as a foundation of power. From 939, walk, foot. So now we begin to see a deeper message unfold in Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. As it shines the light of Revelation on scriptures such as Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 24, Joshua chapter 3 verse 13, Joshua chapter 14 verse 9, and Romans chapter 16 verse 20, etc. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 24. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even to the western sea, shall be your territory. Joshua chapter 3 verse 13 And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, the waters that come down from upstream, and they shall stand as a heap. See the foundation of power in these scriptures? When God's people mature in His knowledge, this is the power that belongs to the body of Christ. Satan has tried to cover this over. Joshua chapter 14 verse 9 So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. God's law is there to enforce this truth with authority and power when the government of God matures into the head of the body of Christ, and the body parts function as they are to function. Yes, we are all created equal and each individually loved by God the same. But the job assignments are very different, and we are equipped to perform them in excellence. Not all are government. There are those called to the body, 
and as a body to actually do greater works than Christ did before. He was in one body suit, so to speak. Now his body is made up of many, so he can accomplish so much more. Romans chapter 16 verse 20 And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. So Revelation chapter 5 verse 10 should read, And made us a foundation of power, people, and priests, government, and we, together as Christ's body, shall reign on the earth. Dominion shall be returned to mankind as in the beginning. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 shows the contrast. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, government, a holy nation, people, his own special people, new species, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See Psalm chapter 102 verse 18. Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 7 clearly shows the distinction between people and government. Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, Yeshua, and the government will be upon his shoulder, the body of Christ foretold, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, One God. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. See the truth? Upon the throne of David, David's tabernacle, Acts chapter 15 verses 16 and 17, and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, he rules through his government from that time forward even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. God is revealing his government and functioning through them to restore the planet. It is the unfolding of his plan. Remember, God said to Satan in the garden, after misleading Adam and Eve, that he would bruise the heel of the seed of woman, which was Jesus, and he, Jesus, would in turn bruise Satan's head. With this truth loosed against the lie that there is no one over the other, as in the theory priesthood of the believer, we begin to see clearer the final battle. It is Satan's government against God's government through man, and it is Christ in us the hope of glory. The government of God is given by Christ as a gift to humanity to restore them, renew them, protect them, that they can grow and mature and become a part of the victorious body of Christ. You see, Christ obtained the victory at the cross over the enemy. He defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he will enforce that victory to the earth through his government. 
Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. And he himself, Christ, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. His government gives to the people for the equipping of the saints, to bring fruition his plan of restoration, for the work of ministry, so they can in turn help others, for the edifying of the body of Christ, to bring authority and power to the body of Christ, to enforce his already attained victory to earth, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, restoration completed, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the body of Christ in complete power and authority to renew, restore creation, and establish the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 28 and 29 proves not all believers are government. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 28 and 29 And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, variety of tongues. See it? We as vessels are all the same, but the gifting is quite different. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? The answer is no. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 17 through 20, shows us just how ridiculous the doctrine priesthood of the believer is. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 17 through 20. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleased, not in the way man places them. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? The false doctrine priesthood of the believer has evilly hindered the body from coming together for years. But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. Head and body are one. Christ through his government will restore his people and renew the earth. But first, humanity must recognize the government in order to be the benefactors of his promises. The greater David, Christ, has raised his tabernacle made of living stones to guide and lead in this process. Acts chapter 15 Verses 16 through 18. After this, I, Jesus, will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will set it up. Why? So that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. Known to God from eternity are all of his works, all a part of his plan to set creation back in order and set man free from the knowledge of Satan and his rule through the governments of man.
1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Heaven fights hell through man. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We have to allow Jesus to be what and who he wants to be, to truly be his body. God's people must not only be born again, but they must mature into his image, metamorphosing into a new species like him. His body will have a head, the fivefold ministers, and a body that has been instructed to teach and guide the later comers. As was brought out in the previous blast, the final feast of Passover will not come until the barley or the government of God is mature. Those that make it to the new day, the new order, the eighth day, must be raised and trained to be citizens of the new earth by those chosen for government. The fivefold ministers across the earth must be united into one barley loaf for Christ to feed the multitudes. However, at this time, much of the barley is growing along with the wheat, the body members, or confined within the prison walls of Babylon, the world's religions. Many called to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers know who they are but have no idea of really what they are or how God wants to use them. This is partly because Babylon blinds them to the knowledge of God intended to instruct and mature them. One of the biggest ways she accomplishes this is simply by hiding the feast of God from the church where much information concerning them is revealed. She serves meals instead tainted by lies and false doctrine. It is the end time, and revelation is being released that the fivefold ministers should be teaching the people they are connected to or that the Lord has brought to them. They are not only appointed by God to do this, but anointed to do it as well. This anointing breaks the yoke of religion that is most of God's people bound, so they cannot grow and mature or be made ready for the final harvest. Instead, many of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are teaching things they learned from the Adamic knowledge years ago. Moldy bread, truth released for the past age of the church, is served. They are bound to the world and its knowledge with little or no comprehension of those God reveals his plan through that they themselves may be further matured and prepared to feed God's flock. They know little of God's feasts, his holy mountain, his cities, or the new species of people. They are blind to God's plan for restoration, his rest and are traditionally doing things they have habitually been doing for years. Nor are there many that understand Satan's plan, his mountain and cities, his holidays, or, unfortunately, 
his plans for the extension of man. The light of yesterday's teachings is growing dim. In closing, the trumpets are blowing, calling to the barley. The latter rain is pouring out truth to enable them to grow, so the final Passover can become a reality, and the final trumpet, sound of jubilee, be heard around the earth at Pentecost. All creation will be set free at that time. The wheat will be gathered, a new cycle will begin at Rosh Hashanah, and the law of liberty will be enforced at the Feast of Atonement. Perfect tomorrows are on the horizon at the Feast of Tabernacles. Hallelujah! God's promises are soon to be fulfilled. But all of this is subject to when the barley matures, the fivefold ministers arise and unite so the government of God can come forth to help all creation on earth pass over from death to life and time to eternity.